This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It is a Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. No, I am not going to say what type of day it is today because I refuse to partake in such shenanigans and stuff. You know, National Blah 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 Day, National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, it's National Ice Cream Day. Shut up, you just want a cheap excuse to eat sugar. Anyway, welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Calder Cup champion Hershey Bears, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. So yeah, I'm a day late getting this out. I am recording this on a Tuesday. This will be dumped onto uh, wherever you get your podcast stuff that day. Uh, The reason being was because yesterday I was taking a recovery day from getting back. Because last weekend, not only were the Bears on the road, but so was yours truly. Yes, I was back out on the road with me and the boys, partaking in our yearly tradition of following the boys in the Northeast road trip. And as Facebook likes to remind people that a lot of our trips always tend to fall within the first or second week of March. Never fails. Always happens this time of year so you know this time of year hey five years ago you met paul carey seven years ago was your first trip in providence two last year you were in springfield yes yes facebook thank you for reminding me thank you so yeah me and the boys you know we got we got that's why there wasn't a friday face-off for um that thursday i had other stuff i had to do and that friday we're off on the road well, the Bears didn't play Friday night. Yes, they didn't. So we decided to head due west to Worcester, Worcester, Massachusetts, to see the Worcester Railers. And <laughs> oh boy, that that is a hockey arena. Yeah, that's definitely a place where you'll find a lot of San Jose Shark fans. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. So how else will I feel about this trip? Well, that's another show. We'll save that for the summertime. So Wednesday night, Wednesday night, Friday night in Worcester, get back. And it was time to follow the boys all the way to Providence. And boy, was it good to be back. We stayed at Warwick and went due east to get back to the Dunkin' Donuts. It's not called that anymore. The boys went to Amca Mutual Pavilion. It's it, it's wrong. It's wrong that I don't see the Duncan signage anymore. It's wrong. All I see is just Amca Mutual Pavilion or Amp all over the place. But it's still the Dunk. It's still the Rhode Island uh, Civic Center. The bones are still there. And we got good seats above the tunnel where the boys came out of. And I've made 
Made my bones about Providence. It's not the best sight lines. It is not. It is low and out seating. So, yeah. On Saturday night, we welcomed the boys out as they came out in the tunnel in their whites. Bleh. As Providence wore their first responders. And everyone, I know all of you who watched on the AHL TV, and we will get to that. But these were spectacular. I know they're hard to read from afar, but that's Providence's stupid camera angles. But they were black with red uh, Providence Bruin shield on it, which was played into the Rhode Island State Police. Red striping, gold lettering, gold numbers. They were beautiful. They were absolutely beautiful. Looked great out on the ice. I promise you, everyone, they were great. They really were. So the boys were ready to go at it. On a Saturday night and a uh, kind of a big game. Kind of a big game because you lost to Providence on Saturday in a tight one nothing game. Providence hasn't been playing their best. They got shellacked against Springfield the previous Friday night. 7 nothing. Throwing Brandon Bussy out there. That's exactly how it sounds. Don't, don't judge me. So everything is there. Hershey, you know you can get these guys. I mean, yes, we're we're uh we're one in three against them this season. We are, but we can we can take them. I be- and this is your test, Hershey. This is your test. This is a like a playoff series. So how are you gonna do? How are you gonna step on up to the microphone? So we're at it on a Saturday night, and I'm there above the tunnel. We're Right there on the ice, and we're seeing the ebbs and flows and ups and downs of this game. And it is great to watch from that angle. A little a little bit of money was dumped in. Nothing extravagant, mind you. But um, would I get these seats again? Yes. Yes, I would. And it's a, it's a typical Providence-Hershey game. Um, throwing the weight around. Throwing the checks around. It's... Brandon Bussy versus Zach Fucali. And Providence goes to dunk, goes to dump it in around, and Zach goes back to plate. You hear, hear, tick, 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 tick. Puck just drops in front of the net. Oh, crap! Crap, Zach, get out there, get out there! And they save it. Those lively Providence boards. Another puck gets dumped in. Zach goes to plate, throws it reverse, goes right to a Providence player, and it gets broken up. Zach! Zach! It's six minutes in, and I already have to say it. If you're a goaltender, tend the goal! Another dump in by Providence. Zach goes to play. It bounces off the stanchions and off his stick right to a Providence guy, and that gets broken up. Zach, don't make me say it again! Eight minutes in. Don't make me say this again. All right. New rule for Providence. If the puck gets dumped in and it's on the glass, don't get it. All right, don't, don't go get it. You don't know which way it's going to go. Bears get a little bit of pressure in the zone. They're pushed out to the, to the perimeter and the point. It's like Providence knows what to do. And back out to the point. Lucas, long wrister, deflected, scores! Back Malenstein! Big Beck gets a deflection and it's in. Beats looks like 
Bussy, uh, uh, stick side. Long shot, nice deflection by Beck, and it's one nothing Hershey at nine nineteen. Beck is sixth of the season. Lucas his Lucas his fifth. Vinny Iorio his sixteenth assist. One nothing Hershey. That's what you do. That's a polite way to tell nine thousand Providence slash Boston Bruins fans to sit down and shut up. Love it. Love all of this. Absolutely love it. And the Bears keep going. Bears keep pressuring again and working down low. Mason Morelli working on a line with Connor McMichael, the second line going going at it. McMichael crossing over to Freed, over to Frank, kneeling one timer. He scores! Ethan Frank! 25! 25 for Frank! Our baby boy! 2 0 Hershey! Yes! Ethan is 25th. Connor McMichael is 16th. Mason Morelli is 22nd. 2 nothing. Halfway through the first. This. This is what we want. And I'm not hearing anything out of prominence. And not that the fans are bad. They're not. They're not. Providence is good people. I will never speak ill about this place. Never. And the Bears... Get one penalty trouble because Dylan Mickelrath, two minutes for roughing. But exactly the type of period that you want. You took what Providence gave you. They gave you the perimeter, fire long shots. They gave you a slight opening out front. You took the kneeling one-timer and you buried it. Now, there was some pushback against Providence as they got the goal. Started pushing the boys around and throwing hits. Providence is having the fresher legs. Okay, they're on a back-to-back. I mean, granted it was Springfield, but it's still a back-to-back and the Bears were sitting and waiting. Why are we getting outrushed by these guys? We get into the the second, second period. Providence comes out flying. They push the tempo out in the zone. Throws a check into the... The boards, Oscar Steen throws out in front. Scramble in front and it's poked and they score. Trail max. Edwin's Trailmax gets the goal. Samuel Esselin, Esselin, A-S-S-E-L-I-N, that's exactly how it's spelled, gets his 8th, Oscar Steen, his 16th. 2-1. Okay. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm fine. You had to expect a pushback from Providence. There's no way they're getting their shutout in their own building. None. None. 2-1. He's okay. We got this. He's okay. We're just fine. And Providence is starting to ramp up the physicality. Finishing their checks into the boards. The Bears are not getting any offensive chances. Eight shots, but they're all perimeter. All perimeter and maybe a loose bounce or two. But Brandon Bussey, he's their number one for a reason. He ain't giving up a lot of rebounds. And the defense in front is not giving the Bears anything in the slot. Not even the circles. And what me and the guys are looking at each other, we're all thinking it. Are they sitting on this lead? 2-1? Are we going to grind out a 2-1 win? Are we going to beat Providence at their own game? It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off. Into the third we go. And Providence. 
gains in power even more. Still tight checking. Still finishing their checks on the board. On the boards. And halfway through the third, we get a pe- we get get a penalty. And it's Beck off for tripping. And I'm like, here we go. This is it. Because I'm getting Wilkes-Barre vibes. There's going to be that one penalty that's going to mess this whole thing up. One penalty to crack this game open. I don't, it, it, it's a Jenga tower in Providence right now. And can we get it? Uh, I don't like pulling this piece out. And we get through the penalty. The Bears kill it off. Pretty darn good power play as I stare down Connor Carrick, number eight for Providence, who's really making sure he's going to take it to the Bears. Providence playing the point, looking for garbage rebounds in front. Zach Fukali playing a pretty Pretty darn good game, given all things considered. Considered. But we kill it off. And just after the penalty, the Bears try to get it out out of the zone. And it gets dumped back in immediately by Providence. And I'm I'm watching this. and And I see Bjorkstrom just watch a puck go by him. Right down. Go get it! Goes right down below. And Jake Massey was still down below the goal line because he thought he was going to be able to corral the puck. Doesn't. And it's gotten and it's gotten by freaking, who is that? Can't even see it. Out in front. Lysel wide open. Fakes the shot. Over to Connor Carrick. Backdoor scores. Dang it. Where, what was that? Bjorkstrom out of position. Massey down below the goal, leaving... Who did we have up front? Jake... No, was it Massey? It was Dylan Mickelrath. I don't even know where he was. Maybe it was he couldn't tie up Lysil, and nobody had Carrick coming in from the point. He's a threat! I saw him in 15-16. Tie game. <sighs> okay. 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 I knew this was going to happen. No, I didn't know it. I didn't know it. I, I almost spoke it in existence. Okay. Let's get a point. Okay. Let's get a point. Near five minutes to go. Three. Providence gets a three on two the, the other way. Trailmux throws it over to Steen. Goes in the top of the circle. Wrist in. He scores! No! No! Oscar Steen puts it by low glove side. Three, two, Providence! Zach! Zach! Guys! Two goals in in five minutes! And I'm hearing it. Let's go Bruins! Let's go Bruins! And... (laughs) And that was it. That was it. That's all Providence needed. Big Brothers winning the basketball game. Providence just shoves us out to the boards, finishes their checks, and the Bears in the last five minutes, five minutes, three shots on goal. Dump the puck in, Providence throws back out. Takes the puck along the boards, crunch, down the net. Down, out of the zone. Dumps the puck in, broken up, back out. Tries to a run and gun into the corner. Providence out muscles us and gets the puck out of the zone. No work, no grit, 
three, two, one, ball game. Providence wins 3 2 the final. The Bears blow a third period lead. Ethan Frank, third star with a golden assist. Edwin's trail marks, uh, a goal and assist. Oscar Steen with the game winner with a goal and an assist. An assist on the tying and gets the game winner. No, an assist on the first. Anyway, who cares? And I was keeping everybody up to date on the fan club page. And (laughs) I hate to be the joker in this. Actually, I don't. I don't. Because if we have one game on a Saturday where we lose, I'm the one that's keeping calm in the arena. I'm telling the boys from atop the tunnel, you'll get them tomorrow. You'll get them tomorrow. You'll get them tomorrow. And the fan club page is is losing their minds. Absolutely losing their minds. You need to go live and rip this team a new one. You need to tell it like it is. You These guys can't go win a game. This is again. This team's not going to make the playoffs. We're going to fall f- to fifth. We're going to have a nor'easter this, this week. Cats and dogs living together. The sky is falling. A world is coming to an end. Late that happened three years ago. Anyway... Doom and gloom and things go boom in the Hershey Bears fan club page. Oh my God, people. I'm the one that all of you need to tell to calm down. Because I'm the one that goes nuts in this scenario. <sighs> Look. People, want, people are scared because of what happened last year. The fan base is scared that we are going to collapse the same way we did last year. There is a very big difference between last year and this year. Last year, there was a lot of injuries and call-ups. This year, it's just guys underperforming. That you can work around. You can't get around injuries and your entire bottom six being an ECHL roster. Our roster is not that. Are we a one-line team? Kind of, yes. But it's not the doom and gloom all of you are making it out to be. It's really not. And I'm tired of it. Like, I'm trying to enjoy myself on the road and all of you are acting like petulant children. So we go back to the hotel and I, me and the guys are like, let's have an Irish lemonade. Why the hell not? We're here. We're drinking. And it's a little bit of Jameson, a little bit of pink lemonade, a little bit of good stuff. It feels warm in the tummy. It does. And uh, <laughs> we may have gotten <laughs> a little drunk. Well, you only had one. Yeah, we did. But we didn't eat anything for like 10 hours. So, yeah, not good. Not, nothing bad happened. Nothing bad happened. We just all we just figured out we were all laughing drunks. Got back to the room, downed a lot of pretzels and water. But hey, I slept well. So, the boys will be back at it on a Sunday. And what happened on a cruddy su- on a Sunday? We'll get to that right after this. Hey, Bears fans, it's the most wonderful time of the year. The underdogs, the upsets, the unbelievable actions, the roustabouts to move the tournament at dawn, the announcers, the shows, the pyro, the, th- the free throws, the 
the basketball from playing from dusk till dawn. It not only am I doing a really bad song from Annie Get Your Gun, but what I'm talking about is the NCAA tournament starts up this week, and DraftKings is help, ready to help out all of you. All new customers can bet just five dollars on college hoops and get 200 in bonus bets instantly for a limited time all customers can score a no sweat bet during rounds one and two of the tournament go to the app opt in place a no sweat bet this weekend and if it doesn't hit you'll get a bonus bet back up to ten ten dollars i myself love me some college basketball and of course kept an eye out during the weekend of the penn state men's basketball team making the dance for the first time in over a decade drawing a 10 7 10 matchup which just against texas a&m which they just might pull it out from so why not head over and uh, throw a little bit of money on penn state this weekend they're playing thursday just so you know download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Win or lose. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See, no- see show notes for details. And now, back to the action. So the Bears were at it on a Sunday. It was a 3 o'clock start on a Sunday. And uh, it's always, it's bittersweet on a Sunday whenever you have a three, a 3 o'clock start because we know we have a long journey ahead of us. It is a six-hour drive back home. Whenever we get done, it's a long drive back home. But hey, at least we're not going to Bridgeport or Hartford. Anyway, the Bears... We're we're back there at the arena on a Sunday. Zach's there after calling a game in Rhode Island on a Saturday. Good to see him. And we're all the way up top for this one. We're not in our usual spot by Zach. We're all the way up on the Bears um, uh, defense zone. And we're ready to go at it on a Sunday. The boys come back out. They are focused and pissed and ready to go. Mike Scarbosa skates out with them. But he's not really feeling it. He looks uncomfortable, and he's like, yeah, this was a bad choice. He didn't play Saturday, and he wasn't playing Sunday. Jake Massey out, Logan Day in. Running with mostly the same lineup, and Kaiser is in net. Kaiser and Shepard on a Sunday. And the Bears go at it, go at it, and they try to get a little bit more of the uh, the pace pace going Dylan Mickelrath throws a big hit there on the board shoving a guy down that the captain leading the pace could have gotten him for a cross check but that's what you want to see out of your captain captain unfortunately the Bears take the lamest penalty in hockey too many men on a slow line change okay okay Providence goes at it goes out on the power play when the puck gets set up Set up. Connor Carrick looking. Throws it down. Oh, is that Vinny Letary? Oh, crap! Shoots and scores! Vinny Letary back from Boston, apparently. Or injury. And Providence is up 1-0. Vinny Letary, his 17th. Connor Carrick is 25th. Merkelov is 25th. Well, 
So much for setting the pace early. All right, power play goal. Fine. Whatever. Whatever. Providence is pushing the pace yet again. Where the hell are they getting these legs? It's a three and three. It's a three and three. Providence dumps it in. Connor Carrick completely beats a guy down low. Shoves him off the puck. Justin Barzilli works it out of the boards. Throws in front. There's a Terry again. And he scores. Two nothing. On Providence's third shot. Letary is 18th. Barzario is 21st. Connor Carrick is 26th. 2-0. Four minutes in. Not like things could get any worse. Once again, dump a puck in. Not getting stuff out in front of the boards. Long shot by Letary. Big rebound. Beecher in front and he scores! What the fudge is going on here? 3 nothing. Five minutes in! What the fuck are you doing? Timeout, Hershey. No kidding. No kidding. What in the seven gods is that? What the hell was that? The boys came out flat and expecting Providence. It's a three and three, and we're not, and they're gonna be slow. Bullshit! You know what you gotta do on a three and three. <sighs> Power play for the Bears as Vinny Letary for the Bears. Too many men for Providence. And the Bears. Connor McMichael works it off the boards. Joe Snively, Vecchione kneeling, one timer scores! All right. All right. We're back in it. All right. That's how you stop the bleeding, boys. Vecchione, 20th goal of the season. Snively, 8th assist. Connor McMichael, 17th assist. Power play goal. All right, it's a power play goal. That might shut people up. People up. But Providence did not take this slight lightly. Once again, dump and chase. Beating us to pucks. Shoving us off. Henrik Rybanski's a freaking paperweight out there. He touches the puck and Oscar Steen just goes, thank you, yoink. What are we? Tissue paper? Beecher's able to work the puck up. Connor Carrick throws a puck way down low. Is that Vinny Letary? Rebound scores! Hat trick for Vinny Letary. 4-1 Providence. Get him out of there. Hunter Shepard, out. Zach Fucali in. And I'm sure all of you are waiting for me to absolutely destroy Hunter Shepard. No. Shepard went five for nine, but he was left to die in his crease. The defense, non-existent. The physicality, only Dylan Mickelrath signed up for that newsletter. Two minutes to go in the period. The Bears are trying to push Push back. Henrik Rybinski. Long shot on the s- slot. Pad save. Re- rebound. Kaiser can't get it. Scores! Aaron Ness, his third of the season. Rybinski is ninth assist. Joe Snively. His ninth assist. And 4-2. Heading into... Heading into... The second. Um, so that. 
after one. Absolutely pathetic. Absolutely freaking pathetic. Thanks to uh, to Jesse Lieberman, friend of the show, the four goals, the four goals were the most the Bears had given up this season in the first period. No kidding. And Providence just came out and dominated us. Complete and lack of urgency. Because you lost last night. You've lost two in a row to these guys. You'd think they were just going to roll over and die? In the second period, the period, the Bears already back on the power play as Riley Sutter set two, set two for trip, no, as Aaron Ness set two for tripping, and the puck's chipped up and out of the zone. Connor McMichael with the Riley Sutter to two-on-one. McMichael over to Sutter. Kaiser's down, and he shoots it wide. Oh, my gosh. He had the entire top half of the net, and he missed. I hope that doesn't come back to bite us. Four two at the end of second. Beginning of the th- beginning of the third. Bears are trying to push back. Aaron S. Long shot. Rister on the way. Pad save. Gersich can't get it. Jam in front and Rybinski scores. Henrik Rybinski scores. It's fourth of the season. Gersich is tenth assist. Ness is eleventh assist. 4-3. Crap. I have to get emotionally invested in this game now. I have to care. But you know what? Providence just did what they always do. And let me use this analogy again, Bears fans. How many of you have younger siblings and you're trying to roughhouse and you just put out your hand and put it on little brother sisters trying to swing their little arms and you're like oh can't get me can you can't get me your little brother is like scrappy do let me at him let me at him i'll moiterize him and you're like oh that's cute you're trying to fight that's adorable that's what providence did bears got the third goal up oh, they're giving some slack there oh no Oh no, I'm being attacked by my little brother. I think he might actually get me. Yeah, yeah. Curse these short arms. Yeah, yeah. But they're just holding you at bay. Oh no, I'm being attacked by my little brother. Oh no. Gee, I wonder what I shall do. But he can't reach me because he has short arms. Oh no. And that's what the bears are. This is why they're 16 6 and 1. Providence is against Hershey in the past five years. And the Bears just bleed out. Pull the goaltender. And we can't even get a freaking shot off. Chris Wagner comes down and gets the empty netter. 5-3. Barzellia with the assist. Vinny Letary with another assist. That's game. And I'm, and I'm not going to lie to you, Bears fans. That empty netter went in. And I said, fuck this team. Out of frustration. Providence wins 5-3 the final. Henrik Rybinski gets third star with a goal and assist. Connor Carrick, three assists, gets second. Vinny Letary, a five-point game, three goals and two assists. You prevent that first, 
You win 3-1, and you split the weekend. Instead, you get nothing, and you get embarrassed in two different ways. One, you give up a third goal lead, and two, you get blown out of out of Amca Mutual Pavilion. Way to go out there on a Sunday and lay a big fat turd on the ice. <sighs> yeah, we have a problem. The Bears are below 500 since flipping the calendar. 12 and 13. And as me and the boys were able to uh, to dig up that since... Let me see here. Da, 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 da. I know we... I think we all right. Since the new year, the Bears are 12 and 13. Who, Providence is 16 and 11. Who's the hottest teams? Springfield, 17 and 9. Lehigh, 16 and 12. With Wilkes-Barre being 8 and 20 since the new year. That's why they're in dead last. And once again, everybody loses their minds. And as fans, yeah, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to do that. And it's, you are. And as much as everybody is thinking, oh, they're going to fall out. They might. They are going to make the playoffs. I believe that they will. Our magic number is down to uh, 14. We That's winning seven games down the stretch. That might be a bit of a tall order, but okay. Providence owns us. Plain and simple. And we're turning into a one-line team of Vec, Frank, and Scarbosa. And Scarbosa's out with an upper body something. So hopefully he'll be back on Wednesday. Outside of that, Joe Snively got off to a hot start when he came back, but he hasn't scored since, I think, like he had one goal a couple weeks ago, and then didn't hasn't scored a goal since, like, January 24th. All right? Just that. So, Snively hasn't really done much down here. Connor McMichael's kind of dropped off a little bit. Defensive scoring? What the hell is that? That's a big thing that I've noticed this year, but that's not exactly Nelson's system. But to me, the big the big culprit is the five-forward power play. This needs to end. I know, I know, that's Nelson's system that he did in Grand Rapids and it got him success here, but you have Aaron freaking Ness who can quarterback a power play, but yet we have Connor McMichael up there? When in DC's he's going when in DC is he going to do that? How's that part of his development? Answers on a postcard, please. Put Ness out there. Michael should be at the top wing spot, gripping it and ripping it. Well, that's Ethan Frank. Put him on the other side. That's Vecchione. Put him down low. McMichael's been good coming off the uh, the boards, and yes, I know I'm kind of picking on him, but he's kind of been the most noticeable. Sorry. There have been other guys who have just dropped off. They really have. We have problems. Yes. Are all these fixable? Most likely. And it's not like last year when we had an entire bottom roster full of ECHL guys. And ever since that fourth line got broken up, that Kessie, Sutter, and whatever the rotating one is, they've stopped producing. That was a huge part of our success. So do I have the answer? Oh, intelligent Bears fan listening to this? No. 
No, I'm just as frustrated as you guys. But to call this team downright losers and not making the playoffs is wild overreaction, even coming from me. And no, I'm not. You need to go live. No, you're not going to put a quarter in quarter in the jukebox and get that song and dance out of me anymore. You'll get it here. This is where it's at. But Bears fans, calm the fuck down. I know I've sworn a lot on this one, but oh well, it needs it. It needs it. You'll miss it when it's gone. You know you will. But speaking of Kale Kessie, we're going to mop up some news here before we get out of here. Kale Kessie got traded to the Colorado Eagles. All right, he's often injured. Hasn't really played all that much. Enjoy your injured player there, Colorado. We'll get future considerations for him. What? What do you mean Kale played Sunday? And he was throwing hits? He's fine? Oh. Awkward. Anyway, also on a Tuesday morning as I'm recording this, Joe Snively gets called up to D.C. Apparently, Sonny Milano's dealing with an illness, and he got called up. So, um, Washington, can you keep him for a game or two? Can you just kind of keep him up there for a little bit? You know, I just, I just want to see what the team's like without him. You know, keep him. Keep him. Create that whole 13th forward thing you love to do. It'll be fine. Stick him. Stick him. It'll be fine. So, what's on tap this week, Bears? Well, it's a three and four, as we're going to get a double dose of the Phantoms Wednesday and Friday night at the Electrodrome as we are wrapping up our, not only the season, but our time with Lehigh. By the way, somebody posted a really dumb comment about this losing, about us losing. This is what happens when you play Wilkes-Barre and Lehigh 30 times a season. Relevance, Your Honor. Your Honor, Relevance. You're right, irrelevant. Strike it from the record. By the way, Bears fans, on that note, you're not the only ones. Providence hates playing Springfield and Hartford 12 times a year. Bridgeport fans hate seeing Hartford and Springfield 12 times a year. So don't act like you're the only ones. So, back at the Electrodrome, Wednesday and Friday and Saturday... It is Hall of Fame night as we have two, two Hall of Fame classes coming in. Poster night for everyone. Make sure you get you get there early as friend of the show, Zach Fish, will be emceeing said night. So, and then the next week it will be another get out of town weekend. Um, get out of town weekend for uh for the Bears as they take on the Red Hot Amherst, the fighting Brandon Byros, and the fighting Brulees known as the Syracuse Crunch. That was one we would have liked to have gone seen, but um just wasn't in the cards and wasn't meant to be. Lots of action as we hit the second half of the season, Bears fans, and we will be there. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast this week. Fresh, right hot, uh, hot out of the oven for you on a Tuesday afternoon. Thank you to everyone for your times, listens, and downloads. And I know, Bears fans, we argued a lot this weekend. If I can speak to everyone here that listens to the show. We argued a lot this weekend. We fought, we yelled, we bickered. But in the words of Freddie Mercury from the movie We Will Rock You, or Queen or whatever, family argues, 
family fights, and some more than others, families forgive. We act this way because we're passionate about this team. We want to see this team succeed, and we have expectations because we're Hershey, goddammit. We're not Wilkes-Barre who celebrates a division win. We're not Hartford who are just fine with getting into the playoffs. We're not Bridgeport who are just happy to be relevant. Yeah, we have expectations. We have standards. That's who we are. And when a team doesn't live up to that, I know everyone will say it. The Bears have not collapsed for the last five seasons. No, typically the collapse comes early in the season. I've watched this team long enough. Family fights, family argues, and eventually, family forgives. So, let's just go out there and still give support to the boys. Let's take it out on those orange-coated bastards out there in Lehigh. And there's nothing much less else to say, but keep the faith and go Bears. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears!